You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. All right. Well, we are getting close to the end of the year. We've talked about this multiple times, Lauren, but it is definitely officially a holiday season. It is. Um, I feel like, you know, we keep saying like everything's coming so quickly. And I know it's only the second of December, but I just feel like we've already been through it. You know, the stores have had Christmas out since I don't even know when. I literally went into Hobby Lobby the other day to get like a few Christmas balls for a wreath to like fill in. And it's already 60% off and like half the colors and everything were just wiped out already. So it's like, it it was literally like the first of December and it, it was like Christmas is already over, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. and from a marketing standpoint, I feel like it's the same way. Like everything just started earlier and earlier, but um, just kind of coming off of the Giving Tuesday holiday, if you will, we wanted to talk about some nonprofit communications tips for the season and through the end of the year because it's here. And there's a lot of, I've already got a few, you know, some end of year asks are happening. Some clients are putting those out too. Um, but it's not too late to make a few adjustments and maybe um, see a little bit more success. So we just wanted to talk about maybe some of the kind of uh, you know, trials that people are seeing right now due to the economy and the economic outlook, um, inflation, things like that. And just see if we can maybe pump it up a little bit for you guys. Yeah. So we're going to pump <laughs> it up, right? Yes. That's, that's gonna work. And that's a perfect segue to next week because we're going to talk about nostalgia marketing. So tune in for that. that that's perfect. That's a perfect teaser. <laughs> Hear me now or listen to me later. You will not want to miss next week. So Mm -hmm. excellent. Well, so these tips are really for uh, both uh, businesses or for-profit organizations as well as nonprofits, correct? We can talk about both. I kind of want to focus on some nonprofit, but Mm. we can, I think they go together on some instances, just depending on how you, you know, use these things. But I think that there's definitely something for everyone. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm glad you said that. I'll let you go first, but that was what I was kind of alluding to is there is some type of intermingling or, yes. or uh, leveraging. So, so you go ahead, go first, and then I'll kind of follow up here if I have anything important to say. Okay. So I think kind of where that major crossover comes and we can start with this is really on like a partnership sense. So one example is a for-profit business, you know, highlighting their partnership with nonprofit organization during the holidays. And that helps spread the message of the nonprofit um, or maybe, you know, a business is going and helping and volunteering their time at a nonprofit, but both sides audiences love to hear those kinds of stories and know that they are supporting businesses and causes that are like-minded with the businesses and causes they're literally doing business with. So um, as a customer or as the audience on both sides, if you can work together to serve them and amplify the stories of the partnership or, or of the nonprofit and the for-profit, that is a perfect intermingling. 
Um, that's a good way to tell new people and find new donors or supporters for the nonprofit as well. And then it also just shows if you're the for-profit, your customers um, and your audience, what you're doing to help the community. And I always love those stories. Um, you know, if you position them correctly, not to go and do something quote unquote for good and then just use it as a PR opportunity. Don't make it slimy. Um, Don't do it just for that reason. Do it for the real reason that you believe in a mission or a cause. And so does your team or your business. Um, And then it's totally appropriate to share that information in order to help, you know, the the organization that you're assisting. So I think that's a great way to do that. Um, that kind of on the nonprofit side, that alludes to just finding strong partners to be your voice. Um, it kind of goes back to that third party credibility we talk about. Um, it's one thing to tell your story on your own, but if you can find a partner or a third party um, to tell your story for you, it not only exposes you to new audiences, but also you know makes that story stronger. That's so right. those two kind of work together too. So on the other side, and really this this can kind of work for for-profit and nonprofit as well, but I think one of the first keys is, you know, I we all feel like everything like we just talked about is just really busy right now. Many end-of-year asks are happening. There's competition from nonprofits with for-profits because business is just kind of tough. Um, you are competing um, in the retail space. Those folks that are doing holiday shopping and deciding what they can or cannot maybe give at the end of the year too. So it's just kind of like one big hustle and bustle. And I think that sometimes it's just hard to be heard and you just kind of get lost in there. And I have a couple of just quick key points um, to kind of help through that. But first and foremost is communicate heavily with your core donors. So we're not necessarily trying to attract new donors right now as a nonprofit. That's not the main focus. That's like a 1B because it is just a tough season to do that. You need to start cultivating in a in a different time period, at, you know, uh, probably Q1, end of Q1 next year. But right now, focus heavily on those core donors. So they're more likely to... Um, return. They're more likely to um, support whether that's time or money right now, but make sure that you're communicating needy stories right here with them. And that's, that's really everywhere. That's tip kind of number two is on the storytelling side, make sure that you're sharing and showing your impact. So sharing stories and faces of those that you serve And when I say meet, like I want to see or hear data, or I want to see or hear a testimonial or a story, you can't just say, hey, we need your support um, to keep going next year in our mission. That's too vague. I want to know. I want to know what the mission is. I want to know what you did this year and maybe a goal for next year kind of in your storytelling. So give me the meat. Um, and I think that that's, you know, those are the two biggest things. The third there to kind of stand out in that in the craziness right now. If your message is not working or resonating and you're seeing that in your engagement, whether it's email open rates or your click, you know, your donors um, donating online or what's coming in the mail or people engaging on your social media posts, whatever it is, if you are not seeing the engagement with, with the messaging that you're currently putting out, you still have time to adjust it before the end of the year. If we're talking so about good. end of the year asks. Yeah, so, so good. Yeah. Don't be scared to change just because <clears throat> you did something last year or the year before that worked 
times have changed. People have changed. Everything is literally just a lot different this year. So adjust your message and move forward. So that's really good. That's so good. And the hustle and bustle is so right. I mean, you get so caught up in everything. Everyone else gets caught up into it. Yeah. That messaging needs to basically be on point. Here are the two or three things we want to do or accomplish. Please help us. I mean, just the easy connection is exactly quick, easy, very compelling and bold, but like quick. Um, My last thing is basically don't be scared to ask for money, donations or time. Some people may not be able to financially give gifts right now that maybe they have before um, in a monetary sense, but maybe there are other ways that they can support you and they'd like to be engaged. And maybe later they can then in turn, you know, this is what you're really hoping for. They can in turn donate money or other things later. Um, you know, one thing with, you know, when we're talking about giving and fundraising in the nonprofit world, you know, it's really a long game. Um, it takes time to cultivate, to educate, um, and really get someone who is, you know, on your team and mm-hmm. you want to, it's, it's much cheaper too, from the sense to keep that donor engaged than to go and cultivate a brand new donor. So it's just like on the for-profit side, when you're looking for a customer. Um, so make sure that you are asking for things other than maybe money or donations right now. And maybe they could do part-time and part, you know, money, a smaller gift. So don't be scared to ask for things other than money. Think outside of the box in that realm. So that's really good too, because we always think about fundraising or resource raising as being only money. And that's not the case at all. I mean, no, it could be. Oh yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, oftentimes, you know, we get kind of locked in on, oh, we need to make X number of dollars, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that those that time could substitute for the donations that you're asking for people mm-hmm. to, to give. So Exactly. Where yeah. it might be asking for, you know, some contacts or connections or helping us cultivate a partnership. You know, there's a lot of other ways and things to ask for that people can help and are willing to help. Um so I think that that's, that's pretty much it. I have my little bonus here is you can also rely on your, well, I'm just going to say end user. So focus on user generated content sharing right now too. Um, if you are finding that maybe you don't have enough content or have enough of that meat that you can just create on your own, um, maybe you, there is some content out there like reviews, testimonials, things that others have posted on social media or online or that you've used in the past. Refresh those and reshare those. Um, and just kind of, you know, that's an easy way to create new, fresh content that maybe other people haven't seen. So just one last little quick tip there. No, that's great. I mean, I think that's a, a perfect way to kind of just look at some fresh eyes and, uh, so I don't want to call anyone out or, you know, something that you're not prepared for, but yeah. do you see anyone that, that's, you know, kind of doing it good? I mean, do you, oh. can you think of somebody that's out there um, that's killing it? I mean, one nonprofit that I always see that I think does a great job. Well, actually I have two. Um, the Girl Scouts of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great campaigns. They have a lot of meat. I see faces. I read stories. Um, you know, just these are 
this is nitpicky, but like their collateral they send out, their asks online look very nice. They're easy. They're clean. Um, their language is very compelling. And the other one that I always think they have great campaigns is the Regional Food Bank of Oklahoma. Again, like sharp messages, bold um amazing photography and they are really great about sharing both sides of the story. So they share stories of the end user and they share um, stories and highlights about their volunteers like every single day and they're amazing. So those are two just off the top of my head. There's so many other great campaigns out there that I see that I've seen like right now and in the past, but those are two that like always stick out for me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I would absolutely agree with both of those. I too had the regional food bank in my in my uh, mind. Uh, and then uh, the uh, YWCA here in the, in the Tulsa area is doing a similar campaign, basically a voices kind of campaign. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. So it's, uh, you know, just kind of sharing or uh, talking about the impact. Those are mm-hmm. once again, the end user, uh, not, not someone that's, I mean, even the executive director or someone from the, you know, the leadership it's really those folks you serve that people yeah. connect with, not necessarily the folks that you're you yeah. know, ultimately paying a little bit of salary to help serve those folks or whatever. So, right. yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. That's, that's solid. That is solid like a rock. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. And, so those are just a few tips right now in the holiday crunch season. Um, you know, if you all have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out or run something by us. So let us know. Very cool. Well, we will wrap it up then. I am Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And we'll catch you on the G Factor podcast next week. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit thegildfactor.com. <laughs>